you're a parent, a student, or a staff member that takes Northern Nevada high school sports seriously. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. This is the Battleborn Preps Podcast. If it's high school sports in Northern Nevada, we're not only talking about it, we're right in the middle of it. News and information you can trust. Let's do this. This is the Battleborn Preps Podcast. And now your host, Michael Reeves. Good afternoon, everybody. Michael Reeves alongside Brady Raggio. This is the Battleborn Preps Podcast, week two edition. We have some recaps of last week based on some of our predictions. We got some right. We got some wrong. And then we're going to preview some of the games coming up this week. Brady, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. There was uh, some good football last weekend. Uh, definitely some we got wrong for sure, but we got a few right. And uh, looking at the matchups this week, there's some other tough ones to pick. So looking forward to doing that. Well, last week uh, we got one extremely wrong. You and I thought it was going to be a very competitive game. Thought it was going to be a tough matchup. Uh, give us some of your thoughts on the Bingham Miners beating the Bishop Minogue Miners, forty-eight to nine. Yeah, I was uh, pretty shocked at that at that score. I, I, you know, but thinking about it, what we talked about last week with Bingham, uh, they're a great program out of Utah. They're always up at the top. They're very solid program, and they came in and, and played well. I know Bishop Minogue had some errors early. You know, I think it kind of set the tone, but. Uh, Bingham's a good program, and I, I still expect big things from the Miners this year. And uh, it's the first game of the year too, so you never know. That happens a lot uh, out of the gates. But uh, you got to tip your cap to Bingham there. I mean, they played a hell of a game. They they played a great one, and and uh, you know we we have this tendency a few times a year. We created this thing called Battle of the Week for what we think is supposed to be the best game. Well, we got that one wrong last week. You and I picked Bishop Minogue. Uh, being homers there, and uh, you, you touched on it. Early on, uh, Logan Howron had two quick turnovers in the beginning of the game. Uh, he had an interception and a fumble. Uh, that first one could have, while it was an interception in the air, I mean, the way he got hit, it could have easily been a fumble as well. Um, just just tough when you're, you're turning the ball over early, and uh, the sheer strength of Bingham at the line, both offensively and defensively, it, it was just... I think it was a little bit too much for Minogue this early in the season, but uh, definitely one I could see the Miners picking up and getting a little bit better off of just getting that experience. Our second game, we're turning to the Escalon Cougars, beating the Damani Ranch Mustangs 43-29. Brady, this one was close. Uh, It it could have gone either way. The score, it it looks like a two-score game, but... It could have easily gone either way. I left Minogue at half and you came to Damani. Your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, it, it was a good game, like like you're saying. Uh, Escalon's a good program, and we kind of knew that with our pick last week, uh, you know, picking them to win. Uh, Damani showed showed a lot, you know, showed up and, and, and made it a great game. I think it's a good sign for Damani Ranch there, play a quality program out of the gates like Escalon and and put up a fight like they did. Uh, so kind of excited to see where they end up going this year. It was a good game. Uh, you saw Cooper Anderson really grow as the game progressed. Uh, a lot of people that were there in the first half was kind of telling me it was tough because uh, you saw Cooper's 
top two receivers in Jet Norman and then also uh, Mr. Vargas there going down and Drew Vargas and Jet Norman both went down in that first half and that's just tough when you lose your top two receivers. Uh, don't have any word out yet if we're going to see them here in the upcoming weeks but uh, you know that just changes changes the whole direction of the game and where it goes from there. Uh, another one we got wrong. But I would say the biggest one we got wrong, um, well, I'd say two of the, one of the biggest we got wrong, uh, the Sutter Huskies beat the Carson Senators 35-0. to zero. Carson just had a tough time in that game. Uh, any thoughts on that one, Brady? Yeah, we didn't know much about Sutter. You know, they came in and played really well, and uh, Carson really didn't. So, I mean, they, we kind of had no idea when we were picking that one, but Sutter played a good game. Carson needs a rebound uh, this week. I mean, they see what they can do, but and we'll go over that. But uh, Sutter played good, and, you know, but that was Carson not putting any points on the board is concerning. A program that is more near and dear to your heart. Uh, obviously, your son graduated from there. Uh, Galena had a terrific victory against the North Valley Panthers. They won it 39-6. to uh, Coach Cook's got to be happy, happy after that type of a win. Yeah, I mean, uh, Galena really needed that to get off to a good start after the year they had last year. So it was a big win for them. I know they're looking forward to playing Wooster this week. So, uh, But, you know, that you know, Galena really needed that, especially, you know, 5A school and, and playing North Valley, who's in the 3A division. So uh, kind of – there's a lot of inner some pride there for for Galena to to win that game, uh, but getting off to a good start like that's important for the Grizzlies and and for Coach Cook and to see if they can turn that program around. Another win uh, that I think the program's very happy with the Douglas Tigers beat the Argonaut Mustangs twenty to zero. Now Brady in that game the defense had four interceptions total. Uh, Douglas really had their way that game. Yeah, they did, and pitching a shutout is is great for the first game of the year. So, Douglas with the big win there, and we'll see what they do this week. Now, I know you, as many of our people, were following on our Twitter as we both were tweeting out and getting scores out to people, but one we were extremely following was the Faith Lutheran Crusaders playing the Reed Raiders. The Raiders actually, up until halftime, kept it within less than a touchdown um, and were leading a lot of that first half. Uh, I, I mean, they didn't get the win, but it's something that I think the Raiders can uh, kind of build on. Yeah, I do too. They, uh, they played tough, great in the first half, kind of ran out of steam there in the second half, and, and Faith Lutheran kind of took control of the game. But, you know, they, you know, they traveled down there. Uh, you got a, your first game of the year and everything. So I expect good things from Reed, and uh, Faith Lutheran's a good good program, good school, and uh, you know they, they played four quarters where Reed played the first half. One game we knew a ton about the team that was local and not a lot about the team that they were going to, and that was the Reno Huskies taking on the Linden Lions. The Huskies won 34-6. to Good way to start the season, I'd say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Reno... Reno played a great game. That you know, their their players that we expected to show up showed up. You know, the running game, uh, all facets for them. You know, quarterback, running back, uh, 
you know, didn't know much about Linden, but it was a good start for Reno. Good, a lot of points on the board, and, and they'll have another tough game this week. Another team we knew not a lot about, and it, it showed by our predictions being completely wrong in Grant beating the McQueen Lancers. Uh, Grant won 42-0. to zero. Uh, Tough start for the Lancers. When I talked to Coach Marner earlier in our preseason podcast, our Countdown to Kickoff series, he, uh, he emphasized that he's, he's very much so having to stress to his team that this is not last year's team and you cannot ride the coattails of what they did last season. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's the way it is after you have a winning, you know, regional championship team and stuff like that and going to the state finals. It's, it, you know, there's a little, uh, little hangover from the year before, especially with a new coach. You know, Snelling's not there anymore, so there's an adjustment there. So they had kind of two things to deal with. But I'll tell you, Grant, the more I looked into Grant after we uh, talked last week and did our picks and stuff, Grant's got some guys. They got some D1 guys. They got some four-star guys. They got guys that – going Pac-12, Big Ten. So they, I looked into them a little bit after, and especially after I saw the score and was like kind of curious about the program. But uh, they got some dudes, and, and uh, it was a tough matchup for McQueen. We look to our last game of last week, and as we said last year, or last week rather, it's the Liberty Patriots. They were hosting the Spanish Spring Cougars, not the Liberty Patriots from Vegas, but actually from Bakersfield, California. Uh, the Cougars lost 58-17. to you got to know that Coach Hummel is expecting more out of his guys this week as the Cougars take on the Huskies. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But Liberty, we, like we talked about last week, they, they, they're a really good program. I think they were 17th in the state uh, in the state of California. That's, that's really good. Uh, very good program and you know spanish springs had to travel down there and that's tough to do out of the gate long travel to bakersfield but uh liberty which is they were just overmatched they're just they've got too many guys on that team and and it, it's just one of those things where you're outmatched well that's gonna cover last week's game and like i said we got we got some of those right some of them wrong hopefully we can be better this week in our prediction show but that leads to our battle of the week. I will be out there uh, getting lots of coverage on the game. Uh, the Reno Huskies, who are 1-0, will be traveling in a non-league game. Take that into consideration. It's a non-league game. But they will be going to Spanish Springs to face the Cougars, who are 0-1. Uh, Brady, any thoughts on this game? No, I, I think this is a great game. I, you know, naturally it's a non-league game, but that's kind of weird thinking that, you know, they're uh, both in town here. But uh, I am picking the Reno Huskies in this game. They looked really good last week. Uh, Parga had a good game rushing with Amari and, and Worthen. I think they're going to be uh, too much for Spanish Springs to handle, but I do see a close game, uh, but I have Reno on top. I do as well. Uh, the Reno Huskies are doing really well to come out of the gates and get that win the way they do the way they did last week um a big note and one that we retweeted and we've been retweeting players just trying to get their footage out as always trying to get more recognition for our players but drew dudden had seven catches 154 yards two touchdowns and brady when you're averaging 22 yards a catch it's got to be a good one yeah yeah, definitely. He had a great game, and uh, 
I like to see what you're doing with the Twitter and, and what we're doing, getting getting some kids' uh, highlight tapes out there and, and highlighting them. That's what we want to do. Well, my official prediction, let's go. I'm going to go Reno 35-28. And then we turn to our second game of this week. The Jesuit Marauders, who have not played a game this season, will be coming to town taking on the Bishop and Oak Miners, who are 0-1. Brady, you want to give us a little background on Jesuit or Bishop and Oak? Yeah, so Jesuit's coming into town to play the Miners. Uh, They're the 53rd-ranked team in California, according to Max Prep. So they're they're pretty highly ranked. Uh, They're returning their senior quarterback uh, that threw for over 1,100 yards last year with 12 TDs. they're, you know, they don't have a specific running back kind of by committee for them. Uh, you know, with Minogue losing to Bingham last week, 48-9, I think it, I think they, it's a, it was a tough loss, but I don't see Minogue losing back-to-back games. Uh, Jesuit, I think it's a great program. We know, I know it's a great school down there in that area. Uh, really good sports, good programs all the way through. Uh, but I'm picking the Minogue Miners to win this game. So you are picking the Bishop Minogue Miners. We have our first disagreement of 2022. I am actually going to go with Jesuit. Uh, I've heard some rumblings out of Bishop Minogue that uh, this is this is an intimidating opponent. And uh, compared to Bingham, they're they're right there when it comes to quality of opponent. I have a lot of belief in in the players at Bishop Minogue. Uh, obviously, Logan is going to bounce back. I don't expect them to put up the kind of performance they did there. I think it's going to be a close one, and I'm giving Jesuit a small edge. I'm going to go 35-32 Jesuit. And then we go to our third game of the week. Carson Senators, who are 0-1, are playing the Calaveras Redhawks. Calaveras used to be a different mascot. They actually recently, two years ago, changed to the Redhawks. It was... Let me tell you, it was a little trouble getting that mascot logo for our uh, for our different logos we put out all week and for our score updates. Brady, any any knowledge on this game? Uh, not very much. Uh, Calaveras, I mean, they're they're 712th ranked team in California, so it's a smaller school in San Andreas, California, probably a lower lower division school. Uh, you know, Carson had a rough rough go of it last week but i i think they're going to travel they're going to head down there and i think they're going to beat uh the calaveras red hawks so i got the carson senators we have another disagreement i actually believe that um you know i i have a lot of belief in coach bouchard and his crew but carson having that injection of youth coming in this season and um just having the variety that they do in classes I think it's going to take Carson a little time this season to gel and get into the rhythm of things. I'm going to go with Calaveras. Uh, I'm going to go 28-14 to 14 Calaveras on that game. And we're going to go to our fourth game of the week. This one is going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be out of town. we got the Devonnie Ranch Mustangs who are 0-1. They're going to be traveling to Lodi, California to take on the Lodi Flames. Lodi is 1-0. Brady, do you know anything about their first game? Uh, 
Not too much on the stats, but uh, Lodi beat Pleasant Grove 34-6 last week. And uh, Pleasant Grove is from Elk Grove there outside of Sacramento. Uh, not too, you know, not too sure they're the 159th ranked team in California on max preps. So not a lot of info, but uh, I know they're a pretty good program. And after a pretty good win last week against Pleasant Grove, uh, they'll be kind of looking to continue that against Damani. Damani put up a good game against Escalon, and I am going with the Lodi Flames in this game. I am going Lodi as well. I'm going to go with a similar prediction to what I did earlier. I'm doing 28-14. to 14. Nothing against the Mustangs and Coach Greg. They put out a great effort last week. But if those injuries to Jet Norman and Drew Vargas are going to be serious injuries, it, it really, really hampers the Mustangs, uh, tampers down their ability to uh, just make overall big plays down the field. Um, you know, I think the Mustangs have a very good team, but I, I don't know if they come out with the win in this one. It'll be a close one in the aspect of I could see it being a close game come five minutes till, and then Lodi maybe gets a touchdown or two to go ahead. We go to another game that is out of town. This one, I was not in Lodi like the last one, but in Fairfield, California, the Vanden Vikings will be hosting the Douglas Tigers. Both teams are 1-0, Brady. Uh, I mean, somebody's going to come out with a loss. Who, who do you think it's going to be? I think Douglas is going to come out with the loss. I'm picking the Vanden Vikings in this one. Uh, Vanden is the 36th-ranked team in California. They beat Yuba City last week, 27-18. Uh, so they got off to a pretty good start, but I think uh, I think Vanden's going to be a little too much for Douglas and taking in the travel down there. And, and Douglas had a big win last week, but uh, and they're playing. You know, I think they're going to be a solid team this year, but I think the Vanden Vikings are going to be too much for them. Yeah, I agree with that pick. I'm going 35-14 Vanden. Uh, the tough thing is you look at those rankings. I mean, when you're in the top 50 in California, it's very tough to beat those teams you know, at full strength and, uh, you know, just have that edge. Uh, Douglas had a terrific win last week. I think something you're going to have to look at when you look at the Douglas Tigers, they kind of have that two-quarterback system, and I think it's going to be interesting to see who gets uh, the load when it comes to passing the ball. Are we going to see more passes from a guy like Aiden Flory, or are we going to see more from a guy like Owen Evans, who uh, carried the Tigers with five passes last week? Tigers have always been more of a run-intensive team, but if uh, Vanden comes out with the lead, it could it could come down to those two arms and seeing who's going to make more plays. We turn to our next game. This one's going to be interesting. Lynn Alt, who is with us here at Battleborn Preps, he's actually going to be out at this game tweeting with us. Uh, the Wooster Colts, who are playing their first game this week, are taking off taking on the Galena Grizzlies, who have a huge program win last week. Can they continue their winning ways, Brady? Well, I mean, this is, uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. I got Galena winning this game. I think Galena's going to go 2-0 to start the year uh, in perspective. I mean, it's 2-0 against uh, two 3A programs. Uh, but I think Galena's going to get a couple win, wins under their belt. Uh I think Wooster and, and I think Wooster beat Galena a few years back 
at Wooster, and it was kind of a big upset, big deal for the 3A to beat the 5A five, five team. Uh, but this time I think Galeen is going to win, uh, and, and Wooster is going to put up a good fight. I think it's going to be a close game, but I got Galeen on top. I agree with that prediction. The Galena Grizzlies are playing two opponents that are very, very well, very well suited for what they have as far as strengths and weaknesses. Um, I think one interesting thing we didn't touch on last week, and I'll, I'll kind of ask you this one. Brady, when's the last time you saw a runner give four touchdowns for under 50 yards? I, I yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Colson Kermode, yeah, he had uh, four TDs with 46 yards rushing, so that's pretty good. That means they, uh, you know, down at the goal line, short runs, uh, gave him the ball, and I know the quarterback got him down there. He he, he had a pretty good game, Primka. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens, but you know, Cooks just trying, Coach Cooks just trying to build that program back and 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 get kids out there and get kids to buy in. So. Winning always helps that. And again, I got the Galena Grizzlies 28-7 to in that matchup. Should be a fun one. We're glad Linal will be able to help us on that game. The next game, we will have nobody at, but we'll be sure to get you scores. The McQueen Lancers, who are coming off of a loss, are also playing a team that's coming off a loss. The Rockland Thunder, who has always kind of been one of those powerhouses, Brady. Uh, they're playing in Rockland. Do you know anything about Rockland this year compared to years past? I mean, Rockland, they're ranked 84th team in, in the California, according to Max Preps. Don't know a ton about them, uh, but I know it's, it's a tough matchup for the Lancers on back-to-back -back weeks. Uh, Rockland lost to the Turlock Bulldogs, 14-7. Turlock usually has a pretty solid program. They were ranked 78th in California, so pretty good matchup last week for them. So. I, I really think Rockland is going to win this game. McQueen's traveling down there. Uh, they had a tough loss last week. I know they're going to be. I think they're going to have a better showing than they did last week. But I think Rockland uh, is going to be too much for them, and they win the game. I wholeheartedly agree. I I think Coach Marner really set his team up against some tough opponents. So come later in the season, you can definitely see that. It's either going to make or break their season. Um, you see a lot of instances where teams go out there and they play these tough opponents, and it can either derail their season in the aspect of just hurting their morale overall, or in the case of what I think Coach Marner's doing, you know, iron sharpens iron, and he thinks the Lancers playing against this type of quality opponent is really going to get them set up come playoff time. Uh, the Lancers. I think come out with the loss. It's going to be 35-14 in my prediction. And we go to our last game, Brady. Our last game is quite interesting this week because it's two local teams, but it's two local teams that don't usually get to see each other. The Reed Raiders, who are coming off of a loss against Liberty, or, or rather Faith Lutheran, sorry. Reed Raiders are traveling to Churchill, who are playing their first game of the season. Uh, I know it's a different division as far as Churchill being in a lower one, but Churchill's motivated as ever in a good quality team that I think it could be a competitive one. Your thoughts, Brady? Yeah, definitely. Uh, when, you, when you talk about Churchill and, and the, their football program, a lot of their programs out there, they're 
very tough consistently in state championships uh, and and play really, really well. Uh, Reed lost a tough one last week to Faith Lutheran. Good program down there in Vegas. Uh, but I have Reed winning this game in a close game. I think I think Churchill's going to put up a fight. They're at home. I think it's going to be a big game for them. Uh, but I think Reed uh, is just going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger and come out on top. And I as well have the Reed Raiders. Um, the interesting thing is you see the difference in classes, but you look to Max Preps as far as their rankings, and obviously you know, they're not at the games like we all are every single week to see the quality of opponent. But just based on their algorithms, they're saying that the Reed Raiders are 28th as far as being ranked in, Na- in Nevada. Churchill, meanwhile, is ranked 31st. So to say it'd be a close game, we're not the only ones thinking that apparently. Yeah, I definitely think this will be a good game. Uh, something to keep an eye on for, for a real close score. Now, just because I like to, you know, you guys don't know this, but I like to always spring Brady a, a surprise question on him. I always tell him about the uh, recaps and predictions, but I always like to have a surprise at the end. So, Brady, I've got, I've got a job for you to do this week since I kind of gave my rankings last week. I don't want you, I don't need you to give all top nine, but let after week one and seeing what you see, what would be the Brady Raggio top five for you, your power rankings right now? Right now, I would probably have to go. That is sprung on me, but I'd probably keep it at. Uh, I'd probably move Reno to number one. Uh, I'd keep Bishop Minogue at number two. And I'd have Reed at number three. And I would have maybe Douglas at number four. And Spanish Springs at number five. So my big takeaways from that one is you think Reed's still very competitive. Obviously, they hung tough against uh, Faith Lutheran. The preseason rankings of Minogue being near the top. That last game didn't scare you at all. Uh, Douglas really making a sharp, sharp increase there. The Tigers are uh, showing a lot of promise, and we, we like many, have believed in that program. Coach Mays has a lot of talent down there and uh, is, is trying to bring back the Douglas way. And just anybody that knows what that phrase means understands what that program has been for the last decades plus. And then uh, Cougars get a tough loss, but you think they're still in it. I do. I do, yeah. But all these early games, just got to let them shake out, and we'll see where it lands. Definitely will. Well, we, th- we appreciate you all for joining us. Uh, this will be on our Facebook page. We're going to have it on YouTube. And then the audio version will always obviously post on Twitter, but you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, any last words that you want to say about Week 2, Brady? No, I think we got some good matchups. If you can get out to the games locally here, support the kids, and uh, we'll see you out there. And if somehow you can't, always go to our Twitter page, Battleborn Preps. Brady will be at a game. I'll be at a game. Lynn Alt will be at a game. I know Jim Krajewski is going to be out there for the RGJ. We love just getting you guys the scores, the updates, anything and everything that you may want to know because we know not every game can be 
attended by every parent. So we want to help you guys out as well as help giving the players recognition. That is our week two show. Thank you so much for joining us. And this is the Battleborn Preps Podcast. You've been listening to the Battleborn Preps Podcast. If you're a parent, student, or staff of Northern Nevada High School Sports, you can always trust us with news and info. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Twitter at Battleborn Preps. And for schedules, news, and more info, hit the website at bbpreps.com. See you next time on the Battleborn Preps Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>